Well, hello. You're listening to the Queens of the Blues podcast with me, Gina Coleman from the band Misty Blues. This podcast celebrates the prolific female blues music from the early 1920s to present times. This show, entitled Why Don't You Do Right, is entirely about Lily Mae Johnson, better known as Lil Green. Lil Green was uh, born near Port Gibson, Mississippi. Her headstone places her birth in 1905, although 1910 was on her Social Security application. And a census record suggests that she was most likely born in 1901. In any case, Lil grew up in a religious family, and her first musical experience was singing gospel in church. She and several siblings left town at a young age after their parents um, passed away. They moved to Chicago in 1929. But it's hard to nail down how she was discovered. Some accounts say she was discovered performing at a revival meeting. Another says she was working as a singing waitress. Still another says she was discovered singing along to a record at a department store. Um, and yet another account said she, um, hopped on stage for a number at a South side club after her friends convinced the band leader to let her perform. She was reportedly 18 when she recorded her first session for Bluebird Records, a subsidiary of RCA. Here's one of her first recordings. Romance in the Dark. Not a sound, not a sound, it's not one sound. 
upon my lips And he begs me to please Keep the hill in the dark Whether it have left behind, just let them dance. We're gonna find romance in the dark, in the dark. Turn out the lights. <laughs> Lou is noted for superb timing and distinctively sinuous voice. In the 1930s, she joined forces with Big Bill Brunzi, and they had a nightclub act together. Here's a recording she made covering a Kansas Joe McCoy song, which also is the title track to this episode. Why Don't You Do Right?
different. I really like that song. The Mississippi Blues Trailmarker, honoring Lil, says, Green exuded youthful sweetness and charm, yet retained a sultry, streetwise allure in her high-pitched delivery. Another writer said, upon meeting her, she was disarmingly down-to-earth. Here's another delightful selection from Bluebird Records. I'm wasting my time on you. between 1940 and 1942. And she uh, performed innumerable gigs in southern country jute joints with Bill. Lil soon outgrew that scene. And um, Big Bill Brunzi recalls Lil as being sweet, deeply religious woman who never smoked, drank, or said an unkind word. 
So I can understand how the jute joint scene wasn't really meant for her. Here's a song they recorded during that period. You're just full of jive. success with um, Why Don't You Do Right allowed her to graduate from gigs in small clubs to tours with bigger bands. RCA dropped the Bluebird label, so her singles in 1946 and 1947 appeared on RCA Victor. She then shifted to horn-heavy backing groups with a more pop jazz sound, um, which included trumpeter 
Howard Kalander, who played on the majority of those RCA singles. Here's a song with Howard. Last Go Round Blues. a shift. And did she say, I'll even cook for your wife? Mm. I can't get with that. (laughs) For most of the 1940s, Lil enjoyed top billing almost everywhere she went, though she was uh, confined largely to the black theater circuit. She appeared at the Regal Theater in Chicago, the Howard Theater in D.C., the Royal Theater in Baltimore, the Apollo in Harlem, and the Paradise in Detroit. She only occasionally played to white audiences. By 1950, Lil's record sales were beginning to slip, but she continued to tour. She signed to Atlantic Records in 1951. 
just as it started to produce major hits by the likes of Ruth Brown. But that boon was bittersweet. Lil had developed uh, uh, uterine cancer, and her health was failing. She recorded just two singles um, on the Young Atlantic label, and only one of which was released during her lifetime. Let's give a listen to Every Time. That's all for this episode. Now, don't forget to check out Misty Blues and our Queens of the Blues tribute show whenever possible. Here are some upcoming dates which you can get more details on through our website, www.mistybluesband.com. 
On Sunday, August 20th, we kick off the music on the main stage of the White Mountain Boogie and Blues Festival in Thornton, New Hampshire. We're heading up to the festival a day early so we can catch my dear friend Kat Riggins set. Now, although not technically a queen of the blues, we will perform our tribute to the Queen of Folk on Monday, September 11th. We are performing our Odetta tribute show at the Linda, WAMC's performing arts studio in Albany, New York. Get your tickets sooner than later. So once again, this is Gina Coleman and the Queens of the Blues podcast. Until next time, be well and God bless. Mm-hmm.